don't you always love that song? I love it. Still I love it. So I know you've just come back from vacation. How was it? Ah, well, it was the to the islands and of Hawaii, and it's it never disappoints. It was just I amazing. Know, traveling in times of Corona. Tough well, one. yeah, I'm vaccinated now, so that helped a lot. You know, just feeling freer mm -hmm. to roam the earth. Yeah, and guys, you know, we're back with some more after our little vacations. I've been in Istanbul working myself, and. I was hoping to bring you some snippets of that in one of our shows. So I think that could be exciting. <laughs> I can't wait to but, see that. Yeah. But today we've got a guest. She is Josephina Bashout. And I'm really excited having her on the show because she's going to talk about something we don't normally talk about. And it's about Tantra and feeling good about yourself, empowering your inner feminine energy. Because Josephina combines her degree in advanced spiritual psychology with her tantra training and focuses on awakening and arousing the senses, as well as empowering the feminine energy. She's a guide that helps clients make feeling good a priority, live a sensual, surrendered life, and uses sexual energy as a healing tool. Josephina keeps it real while offering a playfulness and useful voice to accompany her ancient wisdom. Josephina has experienced many catalyzing events in her life. In understanding her options and her new reality, she initiated a life-changing journey in 2010. Josephina began working with alternative healing methods, which spurred her passion for what is now her life's work. She found pleasure in her healing journey and is now inviting her clients to step forward into their fullest physical, spiritual, and emotional health. Josephina is internationally known as the Pussy Prince Priestess. That's a lot to say, don't you think, Chandra? Do we have to say it three times? Pussy pr Priestess. I just can't even do it once. Pussy Priestess. Pussy Priestess. Pussy yeah, see, that's the thing. And that's what Josephina is going to tell us about, you know, because I could see you were blushing slightly. When you I know. I'm going to have to apply some more and, power. You know, so it's that thing about us empowering ourselves with, that P word. So on that enough said, let's bring Josefina onto the stream. Hi, Josefina. Welcome to Beauty and the Bead. Thank you so much. Hi, ladies. Hi. We are practicing our pussy priestess three times in a row. It was not easy. Mm, I know. And sometimes people call me a princess, which is fine too, but it's Princess is a little bit different than a priestess that it focuses sure on healing and leadership. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, one thing I like to ask people when they come on the show, Josephina, is how did this journey start? I mean, what brought you here? How did you become a pussy priestess? You know, like what was the journey like for you? The journey for me started, let's start with a little bit of the priestess aspect. So I come from a lineage, I'm Egyptian and Lebanese. And so my lineage and my background and bloodline is that of healers of the Middle East, of Egypt specifically. So I come from a lineage of healers and priestesses who and priests who would actually work with healing within the community and the aspect. So I'm born into this lineage of ancient wisdom, inherited wisdom. So that's where the priestess aspects come from. And that's been since I was a young girl, I was very connected to myself and very intuitive, although I didn't know how to handle my sensitivity or intuition. No one trained me in a modern world. And therefore, that brought me into then the challenges that came for me. And so my journey, although I was connected into this bloodline as a priestess from a young age, 
it was from a journey of actually being disconnected from myself that brought me into my own awakening. So for me, it was what I call being born into riches and then falling into rags due to a a divorce that my parents had gone through. And then going through a childhood of trauma and challenge and sexual abuse. I was sexually abused when I was 12 years old. And about two and a half weeks later, I was then almost abducted at gunpoint when I was walking home from school in broad daylight by a man. And so both of those experiences happened in one month's time. And that shut me down completely and protected me up. I had a lot of unprocessed emotions and trauma that I had never dealt with. And it built up as anger, as disconnecting and creating a reality that it's not safe, not safe to be a woman, not safe to be in a physical body, that I'm a target. And so instead, I better act more like a man and be in this very warrior, competitive, aggressive type of energy. And so I disconnected from myself as a way of protecting myself, as many people do. This is not an unusual or an uncommon story in that aspect. And that journey brought me to a life-changing moment when I was 26 years old. I'm now 37. And when I was 26, I was diagnosed with pre-cervical cancer, cervical dysplasia, severe high-grade two and three, as well as HPV. And at 26 years old, a male doctor sitting in front of you saying, hey, mm, I'm going to have to cut out parts of your body now that you're going to have a miscarriage percentage go to 30% now. And we're not going to get to the core root of the issue because we don't know what's actually causing it. So there's a severe chance and a high chance that we're going to have to go back in again because of the severity of it. And we're going to have to cut out even more of your cervix and the cancerous cells. So now you're looking actually at a 60% chance of having a miscarriage and my future children's lives, as well as my freedom of being a mother was on the line, as well as doctors telling me what I needed to do with my own body. Again, not an uncommon narrative in Western society and with Western medicine. And so for me, I didn't choose that reality. I went a very courageous and radical different way. I did not buy into that belief. And instead I did a research And I found something called escharotics. And escharotics is a naturopathic healing modality that actually works with applying topical citric acids right onto the cervix, like a facial, and does not cut out. It's not invasive. And I went on that journey. And that was a two-year journey to healing myself that required everything of me. It required me to believe that this more radical alternative way was going to work because there wasn't enough evidence behind it. It required for me to get my mindset right, to really believe in my body's ability to heal itself. It asked for me to do things that I would never thought before, like try meditation. I had no clue about meditation. Try yoga to feel strong in my body when I felt so emotionally tormented and weak. And what it asked of me was to wake up spiritually to the fact that I was rejecting my own feminine essence through the portal of my own pussy, of my womb, of my genitals, and to wake up to the repressed emotions 
of my childhood trauma that I had never actually dealt with, which was a manifestation of the dis-ease internally that turned into disease internally. And so that was the catalyst to my spiritual awakening and recognizing how much unprocessed emotion and shame and judgment and unworthiness and this old idea that I was broken based on the sexual trauma that I had never dealt with. And I had to deal with all of those emotions in order to heal myself, to get my body in the highest emotional state so it could heal itself, to be in harmony with my emotions to be in harmony with my past, to be in harmony with my body and the ability for the power inside of me to heal itself and do what it can naturally do. And so I'm blessed and fortunate and grateful to say that that journey worked flawlessly. It required me to cut out the toxic bullshit that I was allowing in my life from a relationship. It also was a catalyst for me to recognizing what's important in life is to not be in this corner office and working with Cindy Crawford and popping bottles and celebrity lifestyle and the Gucci bags and all the things to try to fill this void that I never addressed, which was the emptiness of feeling broken and not connected to myself. And so it reprioritized my life in a way that I could have never imagined to where I didn't want to live a stressful life, a life of avoidance and trying to fill with things outside of myself. And I realized, wow, there's a lot of power in my body. Wow, there's a lot of power that I can harness. And it dived me deeper into Tantra because in Tantra, we can use our sexual energy to heal ourselves. In Tantra, we can transform the way we view ourselves. There's a practice called transfiguration where we practice seeing the love and the divinity and the God in everything. So using practices like that, helped me to get to change my perception on how I was viewing myself. And that was a mega catalyst for me and was the journey to me now doing the work that I am doing. Wow. (laughs) What can I say? There was a lot in there. And I must say, I mean, it's a comment. You have an amazing voice. Not Mm -hmm. only was it soothing and calming. I mean, I could listen to you forever. I I felt the same way. I was going to make the same comment. Your voice is it's literally hypnotic. Yeah. Mm, thank you. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, just go on talking. And, you know, there's a lot said in that. And there's a lot said in you getting on this journey and trying to find a way to heal past trauma. You know, that's one of the things we talk about a lot on the show about, you know, how our past affects our present and our future. And if we don't heal it, you know, if we have a traumatic past, it can be a catalyst for, you know, experiences we don't want to happen in our life. That said, if a client came to see you Hmm. with issues, what does the process look like to you? I always do a first intake first and want to find out in their own words, what do they find is their biggest challenge and struggle right now for them? Feeling connected to themselves, owning their sensuality and sexuality. And then I always start there. So there's always a questionnaire that I have and it's a discovery where you get to discover yourself first and foremost. It's not about working together and me being you know, that. It's like if we're a right fit and we feel like there's a synergy and the harmony between us, absolutely. But I always want 
a client to gain value, which is why I want them to do that questionnaire. From that place, we would get into a conversation around what are their desires? What are their fears around receiving their desires? So from that point, if we feel like it's a good fit on both sides and we're like, yes, this is a full body. Yes. I want to work with you. The energy feels right. And I say the same, then we'd enter into a program, a coaching program. And what that looks like is a variety of different modalities where I would construct a roadmap of where you are in your greatest dreams, where you'd want to be in your pleasure island. So right now we're on struggle mountain. We've got a lot of challenges that are happening. <laughs> What's it going to take? What's this road going to look like to get you to pleasure island of where you're relaxing? Like you said, you were just there, Shana, on a beautiful island. It's like what that's going to be like. What's that itinerary and life design going to look like? And then I help my clients get really, really clear from a place of feeling the potential of what's available for them in their highest form, in their highest joy. And then what we do is I craft a special program that deals with the challenges that show up along the way from them stepping into that version of themselves of who they need to be to do that. And we do that through coaching. We do that through guided meditation, through breath work. I do that through somatic breath and movement. And that's bringing in my spiritual psychology background, my tantric background, and also my plant medicine and shamanic facilitation background. So each session is like a guided ceremonial journey. We're doing energy work. We're doing talk therapy and and counsel. We're also going to be, I'll be doing sometimes there's drumming. We'll be playing certain music. We'll be moving. We'll be feeling ourselves. And I will prescribe different pleasure practices and pleasure tools to help women connect to themselves. And we can decide, oh, what was that challenge or that block inside? So there's a real vulnerability that requires to be in that space to reconnect in. And it tends to be so juicy. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Fun, really playful and supportive. It's like the things that come out, you never thought you could tell someone until you're in a space and you're like, wow, clients are just sharing things. And they're like, I don't know why I'm telling you this. I'm like, share, bring it out, right? Bring it out. So that's usually what it is. And in that guidance and in the session of the program, women step truly into the potential. The potential of who they are is no longer just this optimistic idea or this ideology. I truly have a tried and true method that walks women through this bridge from who they have been into the 50% plus believable idea, very clear, constructed, crafted through qualities and my methodology that helps them literally step into an entirely new way of being with themselves. That creates a mega positive ripple into every area of their life. Well, I get the sense that it may be that people share with you because you're creating such a safe space and you're, mm-hmm. you've lived it and you're sensitive to how to bring that out in them. How do they know that this is a journey for them? I mean, are there certain experiences or blockages or something that they are going through that call them to being ready for this type of path? I mean, is it for a certain type of woman or is it literally like anyone could benefit from it? Truly, anybody could benefit from this. Anybody could benefit from this. Because when I look at it, it's like, who couldn't benefit from being more deeply connected to your pleasure and your joy? Who couldn't benefit from being more connected to your creativity and your ability to design and create and to manifest anything in your life? Anyone can benefit from this, truly anyone. 
And what I do find is women that come to me are women who feel like they're not connected to their femininity or their feminine essence. So I worked with a lot of CEOs or lawyers or female entrepreneurs that lose their creative connection, their sensual connection, because they're more heady, because they're operating more from their head. And that doesn't mean they've had sexual trauma in the past or they've had any trauma. Had a lot of women who've never experienced trauma at all. So that's not a prerequisite in the work. It's just if you're desiring to feel more connected and be in your body, then that is the right fit. If you're desiring to literally feel more sexy, feel more vitality, feel more energy, feel more what I call like this ecstatic, blissful energy. If you're desiring to have more of a spiritual connection to your potential as, as a powerful woman and that can create her life and her dreams and her ideal relationship, those are the women that I'm really excited to work with because we don't have to do as much heavy lifting up front to clear the trauma. Then we can go right into, great, you're right here. You're, you're meeting me at where you're at. Great. Whether you want to have deeper, longer rolling orgasms, or you want to have more devotional sex and lovemaking, or you want to learn your own body and how to feel good in your body, not just sexually, but emotionally, how to handle your anxiety. A lot of women come to me with anxiety, feeling anxious in their body, anxious and uncomfortable in their own skin that need drugs or alcohol to self-soothe and therefore go to dates and they drink too much and they never really connect or they're shut down and they're feeling like they've got to be really tough and protect themselves when it comes to the workspace or in a relationship, right? So there's a lot of different avenues that women come to me and find me. And like I said, any woman could benefit from this. Any human could benefit from this ideally. But the core piece is a woman who wants to feel radiant, who wants to feel empowered, who wants to feel liberated and free in her sexy, sensual expression for herself. That's very, very well said. So what I'm getting from what you're saying is that you give women tools to help empower themselves but not just empower themselves in a defensive, with a defensive mechanism, which is what we all tend to do in this male-oriented alpha world. But you're mm -hmm. trying to get them to empower themselves from a feeling, from a femininity point. So you know that you are 100% whole woman and you can be feminine and you can still radiate this strength and power coming from deep within you. Mm -hmm. And once you get to that full body self, you become this force to reckon with because you are so empowered in your femininity. I love that. I really, really love that because it's all about the hundred percent of you without leaving anything behind. Am I correct? You are correct. And I can feel you feeling it. <laughs> I didn't feel it myself. I was like, ooh. Right. Yeah, I love, you're it. I love it. I love seeing all the little wiggles going on up in here. <laughs> we got to put on our music to get it going. Yeah, um, exactly. So, so how do women engage with you? Is this an online program, a one-on-one -on -one thing? Do you meet in person? Like, do you have any groups? I mean, I'm just curious. What What is the point of, of engagement? So the, I do a combination of all of those different things. So I do one-to-one -one mentorship. So that would be via Zoom like this, I work with women internationally. So it doesn't matter where in the world you are demographically, especially during a pandemic. 
So that's one piece. I do retreats. Um, Next week, I'm going to Mexico to do a very small retreat, intimate retreat that I'll be co-facilitating in. And I do run online women's programs. I have an online radical radiance ritual, which is an at-home, in the comfort of your own home, tantra practice. That's a self-study. I also have another self-study course that's called Self-Love Mastery. That will be now a self-study. And what I do a couple of times a year is I run my, it's been called the Way of the Priestess, but I think I'm going to call it the Pussy Priestess Program, PPP, and have that run. And that's usually a women's empowerment group circle where we go together in this pleasure mastermind. And that's always really fun and dynamic because we're in the juicy energy and in this this vortex of pleasure and healing and connection and music and love and celebration. So I work with, you know, I work in a variety of different ways from self-study courses that have been developed to one-to-one work to virtual programs. And from time to time, I will run um, workshops as well, just like singular workshops. So I'm ready to go to Mexico. How about you, Amanda? What? Let's just go <laughs> meet her in Mexico. I, to to I wish I had met Josefina earlier because we could have been on that trip to Mexico. But mm-hmm. I wanted to ask, I know you're going to do a little demonstration for us mm-hmm. on the show. So um, yes. maybe we can go into that right now. And if you're listening on the podcast, mm-hmm. maybe you can follow along. If you're watching this on YouTube or on Facebook, you can follow along as well. I'm Josefina is going to lead us through it. It may yes. involve some moaning and groaning, right? Mm-hmm. So this is <laughs> that'll all... keep people interested. Hopefully, we're gonna keep it interesting. Yeah. yeah. So this is something that I've called. It's called the Bridge to Bliss, and it's a brief five-minute exercise. And we're talking a lot about being connected to yourself. So the Bridge to Bliss gets you to be connected first to your sexuality, and then bring that bliss up into your heart and up into your spiritual center, your crown. So you become this bridge for bliss. And that's where I'm guiding you through this journey. So what we're going to do is you're going to place your hands either on your thighs or your knees, and you want to make sure that you can feel your buttocks and your genitals on the seat and give it a little rock. Just give a little hip rock real quick, just to like feel that connection. If you're listening and all of you're on here just to feel that. Okay, good. And so what we're going to be doing before we close our eyes is I want to just show you what the breath is going to be like. So you're going to be breathing in like you're sipping through a straw. And as you do that, what you're going to be doing is you're going to be like a snake. You're going to sip and snake up. And when you get to the top, you're going to squeeze your pussy muscles, your PC muscles, your genital muscles. And you're going to hold the squeeze and then you're going to let it go. And like snake yourself back. Yeah. And you're going to go again. Squeeze it at the top. Hold the squeeze when you exhale. And then let it go. Good. So we're going to do that. So I want you to close your eyes. Take a moment to center yourself. And we're going to just set an intention here for there's no right, there's no wrong. We're truly just coming in to have an experience, to see where we're at, to be open to this connection, to this blissful energy that already exists inside of us, remembering that ecstasy exists inside of us. All we have to do is tap into it. So allowing ourselves the liberation and the freedom to tap into that energy. 
So let's begin with keeping our eyes closed. And what you do with your eyes closed is you'll focus in the point between your eyebrows. If you get lost, you just stay your focus right between your eyebrows at your third eye point. And let's begin with our first breath, breathing in. Squeeze it at the top, let it go. And then keep going. Squeeze and then letting go. going just like that, breathing in, snaking all the way up, breathing in like a straw, squeezing it at the top, and then letting it go, arching your back, snaking yourself back, feeling your hips rock back, and again, yeah, let's pick up the pace. Letting it go, breathing in, squeezing at the top, holding that squeeze, letting it go, breathing again, squeezing at the top, pulling that energy in, letting it go. Letting it go, uh, letting yourself feel whatever comes up. You might be yawning. You may want to laugh. You may want to giggle. You may feel awkward. You may feel shy. There may be blockages that are coming up. That's all okay. Everything is allowed in the space. The deepest part is to not judge and to fully accept and internally approve of anything and everything. <sighs> And for this last minute and a half, we're going to just pick up that pace. Ah. 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 Continuing to squeeze, ah. letting it go, making sounds that may feel true and good. Ah. Maybe you want to groan, maybe you want to sigh, maybe you want to giggle. Ah. Ah. Uh, 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 if you're finding yourself blocking, just move past that boundary for another 45 seconds. Uh, sucking through that straw. Uh, Ah. 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 Ah.
Uh, deep breath in. Hold the breath. Squeeze your root. Slightly tuck your chin. Hold. Squeeze everything in. Imagine you're just radiating sparkles, radiating light out of your chest, out of your full body, embracing the wholeness and the fullness of who you are as a whole and complete, gorgeous, radiant, worthy, divine, beautiful embodiment of love. Take a sip of air again. Hold. Radiate that heart, those breasts, those chests, drop the shoulders, and then exhale and shake it out. <laughs> keep shaking, keep shaking for 15 more seconds. <laughs> 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 there you go. Yeah. <laughs> close your eyes and bring it to a close inside. Deep breath in, the nose and out the mouth. You might feel some slight tinglings and sensations. Any heaviness or things might be have cleared out. That is the bliss frequency. That is you connecting to that ecstasy that exists inside of you. Fully self-generated through your sexual life force energy. You did that. You created that. So take a moment to give yourself an internal word of gratitude and love. Mm, and then when you're ready, slowly butterfly those beautiful eyes open. <laughs> wow. <laughs> also energetic and powerful, mm. you know, really, really, really energetic and powerful. And I can see how doing that all the time can give one a lot more power in their body and in their sexuality. Yeah, I can mm -hmm. see how it can start with permission, you know, giving yourself permission. And, you know, I wanted to open my eyes so bad to look at you. <laughs> Look at you both, you know, in the beauty and, and be in it. But I kept recentering back on myself and just allowing that permission to experience whatever it was that came up. And I loved your prompts of letting, you know, that just allowed me to be where I was and move past any blocks of self-consciousness. Yeah. Oh, I have goosebumps. That's, that's one of the most <laughs> teachings and principles of Tantra is to never judge what's happening. It's to actually love and approve of everything. It's mm -hmm. not about the end result. It's about what you're experiencing in the moment. And can you approve love, give permission to whatever is happening in the moment? So one thing I want to ask is, you know, women today, a lot of us are constantly judging ourselves. Firstly, we're judging ourselves against each other. We're judging ourselves against the world and we're constantly feeling insecure we're constantly feeling even when we have it all we feel like an imposter because we're fee there's a deep 
rooted feeling I feel amongst a lot of women that we feel like without having children or being married in this so-called perfect relationship or being super attractive or whatever it is, a lot of us feel incomplete. We feel like we are not being our true authentic selves because femininity is this is defined as this thing where because femininity is defined in almost a masculine way. So it's like you have to be attractive. You have to, you know, men have to want you. You have to be childbearing. And guess what? If you're not married by the time you're 32, you are over. So I heard you say earlier about Which how this bullshit. Is right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, we don't subscribe. I subscribe to that patriarchal. And then there's also the thing about um, men can marry younger women, but women cannot go out with younger men. And you that's know, also I, bullshit. That's also bullshit because I actually find today a lot of younger men are more attracted to older women. Mm-hmm. It's funny because mm, I'm getting noticed that now men in their 20s are going out with ladies, women in their 30s and 40s. So that's, it's like. Yes. I feel like there's a big shift and it's a big shift. Yeah. My previous lover was 26 and he could keep up with me better than men that were in their forties and Uh fifties because of that energy. And that's that stamina and the radiance. And to that aspect, again, it's judging or buying into the misinterpretation of reality of who we need to be as women and seeing ourselves through that lens that, the world thrives off of us being insecure by this bag, by this makeup. You need to do this. We're empty without something else to complete us. But truly we are whole and we are complete and we are filled with love. And the more that we can remember that we are truly embodied as love, that we don't need anything outside of ourselves. We can choose what is true for us. And as long as we approve we accept, we own that part, then no one can touch that part or deem it as wrong or judge it. And when we claim it more and more and more, the less that is being presented to us over and over, the less triggered we become by it. So there's that piece. I love the word self-generating. When you said that, I felt so empowered because sometimes, especially in sexual dynamics, it can be that it's in reflection of and with your partner, um, but that when we can learn to self-generate that, it's truly liberating from not needing anything outside of ourselves. And for me, that's part of the definition of being sovereign. Yes. Mm, Absolutely. Yes. So working on that and working on finding that love from within and knowing that it's abundant and it doesn't need to come from external sources that we have enough. Yes. Yes. That we are enough, that we are enough, that we have enough. And also a clearing of an old belief system that when we think of love, we think of lack because then if we're embodying love, then we're lack. But if we believe that love is abundant and we embody love, then we believe that we are abundant. And really, truly, when we look at history, we see women as the fertility goddess that represents abundance. Our breasts literally are filled with nutrients if we should have a child that literally is the abundant source of its food, its well-being. We can birth literally life that flows through us. We are life itself happening. 
That is the feminine. We look in nature. We are nature embodied. Nature isn't in scarcity. Nature is overflowing with beauty. And also femininity is not just being proper and beautiful and put together. Feminine aspects, divine feminine is also wild and chaotic and rapturous and explosive at the same time. So also allowing all the aspects to be seen as sacred and inviting all aspects of yourself to the tables where you can truly become liberated and sovereign and owning and approving all parts of ourselves as women. And that's what I truly believe we need nowadays. And if more women did that, then we would have more communities of women that are coming from a feminine place of collaboration versus competition of what you said earlier, having that competitiveness or that insecurity. We all can become connected to this power inside of us, not because we're protected, but because it's our birthright and we lived more in our pleasure and we celebrated women who lived more in their pleasure, then I believe we would ripple in the most pleasurable way a vibrational change on the planet that would support and celebrate the feminine. I can see that. And I don't want to too quickly move past this conversation about scarcity and abundance, because I, mm -hmm. I remember myself talking to a friend recently and saying, you know, the only area where I hold a scarcity mentality is around finding a good man, right? Like, where are they? And, you know, and all of that. And I, I know that that's just a limiting belief from having some disillusionment or whatever, you know, having some relationships that haven't worked out and things. But mm -hmm. I, I know for sure that in all other areas of my life, I have an abundant mentality. Mm -hmm. And I think that it's interesting that when I do get back to a feeling of abundance related to relationships, that it's because I am feeling more abundant from within. It's not, again, looking from it from that external source. You know, my rational thinking, I know there's plenty of men out there. It's just that I get a little bit into scarcity about, well, will I find my fit, you know, my one? And so I think it's good for women to understand that there's a lot of abundance for, that can come from within. And that, thank you. I think it's a very important piece to talk about. And that's why I was mentioning it. I did a, a healing session with a client this week in Australia. And that's what I helped her unpack is an underlining subconscious programming and belief that was wired the way she had it wired and the way a lot of women have it wired is that when it comes to romantic love, there's a lack and there's scarcity, but you're forgetting, or we forget that the primary piece vibration in there is love. So whenever we think about love, we've got it wired that there's a fear or there's scarcity. And so money is love. Creativity is love. Sexual life force energy is love. We are love. And if any part of us is still believing that there's scarcity, then we're not actually believing that love itself is abundant, regardless of what form it takes, whether it's in a romantic partnership or a flower or money or children. Either way, it's an expression of love in a different physical matter form. So that's what I would invite is recognizing what is the belief system you have about you in relationship to love itself. And I would actually work on not even the man, but work on your relationship to love. 
Very, very interesting, Josephina. I really, really like that. A lot of the things you talked about for us as women is actually about empowering ourselves. Just not, it's not exactly through our sexuality, but getting to really know ourselves from the root and then just feeling from confident. the root. That's from the, the thing. Root. Yeah. From the root. What is your root, though? Our root is our pussy and then our womb when we look at the physical being. So yeah. if we don't look at the root or connect to that part and we ignore, we don't nurture, we don't nourish, we're not connected, then we miss the actual part of everything grows from the root up. And when, as women, we hold the not enough and the scarcity literally in our genitals, that's where it lives. Hence, pussy priestess, helping women reconnect to their pussy as a portal of power, of wisdom, of abundance to heal any and old scarcity and insecurity stories. It's got to start from the literally the root of creation. How are you creating your life and getting it clear from that root level? That's deep. And I, I'm totally into it. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm the queen of root and root to rise. I have a program myself called root to rise. So I totally okay. dig what you're saying because it's people would think of it as like a, a physical challenge, but it's so much more spiritual than that. So I, I love what you have to say. And I also loved what you said, and I didn't want to discount it either about women being in competition or like being competitive and, and how mm -hmm. we can all kind of come together around this common theme. And um, I think that's a big part of what we're trying to do with Beauty and the Beat and, you know, coming together as women, you know, here all sharing our experiences and, and allowing for the uniquenesses that we're all bringing to the table. So we're, we're right on track with you there, sister. Yeah. Thank you. I felt like that. I was excited to be and on this show. Where can people find you? Like, could you give us all your social handles and everything, your website? Yes. Please find me. Find me. Find me. I'm actually going to be going through a rebrand. So my website at one moment will be down and up, but it's up now. And it's josephinabashout.com. My name is J-O-S-E-F-I-N-A-F because I like to say I'm fancy <laughs> and it's French more influenced. And um, you can find me on social media. You can find me at josephinabashout.com. If you even search me on Instagram with Pussy Priestess, you will find me as there as well. And it's universal across the board. So yeah, very easy to find me, really accessible. Josephina. Um, and that said, I'm not going to take a, a lot of your time, but I definitely want you back on the show. Maybe we can mm -hmm. do another one, do some more of those tantric healings, maybe do a little section where we just do a lot of stuff, like a little workshop, me, you yeah. and Chandra. Oh, that would be great. I would love to learn that. Like a little workshop, like a, you know, so thank you very much for coming on the show. It was a pleasure, pleasure having you. I feel 100% more womanly after this. I'm ready to take on the world. How about you, Sean? Oh, my gosh. I love having an experience as part of the show. It's not just talk. It's like, let's get into our bodies and experience the power. So thank you so much for leading us through that. And hopefully people will be able to kind of come away with just a little glimpse of how powerful it is to work with a pussy priestess. For most, mm -hmm. it's going to be for the first time. So it's exciting. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and it's guys. Yeah, yeah. See thank you so much for um, having me. Yeah. And bye, guys. And we're going to end it with our song. So let's hit it. Hit it. it.